The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Good morning, and thank you for joining host Cheryl Esposito for an intriguing hour of Leading Conversations. Each week, Cheryl brings together big thinkers to the Voice America Business Channel. Now here's your host, Cheryl Esposito. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to Leading Conversations. This is Cheryl Esposito. Today we have a very special guest, a friend of mine, Ben Cryer de Brooke. She's an author of her brand new book, Your Inner GPS, Follow Your Internal Guidance to Optimal Health, Happiness, and Satisfaction. Now, Zen has been in the personal development and business development arena for a really long time. She consults to organizations, large and small, individuals, leaders who are running businesses to help them optimize who they are in the world and how they show up in their work and throughout their life. Zen is well-known. She is renowned as someone who has identified the keys to making your life filled with ease. Zen, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. It's great to have you here. Where are you today? I am in the Santa Cruz Mountains. We have 10 acres in the Redwoods up here, so I get to work from home and live in this gorgeous spot. Oh, wonderful. And it is a gorgeous day in the Bay Area. Oh, it's wonderful, yeah. I'm looking at my chickens hanging out on my lawn, and it's just this beautiful, beautiful day. <laughs> chickens. Okay, so, yes. so you really are way out there. That's cool. That's really nice. Thank so you. then, you know, um, I have had the privilege of meeting you a few times and have had the privilege of sitting with you through long conversations and now feel like, you know, we've known each other forever. You know, I I find that um, with individuals who are really clear in their own sense of self and that they are doing what they want to do, it's really easy for me to connect with them. I'm wondering if you have that experience yourself. I do. Um... It's interesting. The more pre- for me, it's it, the more present someone is, and the more mm-hmm. they ha- the more they've done work on their own inner experience. Mm-hmm. The, it is the easier they are to be with, and there's just like a natural flow um, that I enjoy. Yeah, very much so. I had that with you. Well, and I, well, thank you very much. Um, you know, and I asked that question first because. I think we need to create context of why this work matters. In today's world where everybody is running so fast, connections, quote-unquote, I use that word very loosely, connections are um, not even really connections. They are kind of, uh, kind of touch points, right? You know, it's like, oh, here I am. Oh, I'm at the store. Oh, I'm, um, I'll be there in 10 minutes. Oh, it, it, we really have these 
um, sound bites with each other, right? And people had a sense that they're having conversations via digital life. In fact, I think we're missing a lot. And so how do we blend technology with the, the reality that we're human beings, we need contact, right? We need to be able to feel the human element, but we can't always be face-to-face. So I'm wondering if there is something in the work that you're doing that transcends that and makes that easier. We're going to talk about that today. So your new book, Your Inner GPS, Follow Your Internal Guidance to Optimal Health, Happiness, and Satisfaction, published earlier this year. Doing very well. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Uh, So your inner GPS, GPS, Global Positioning System. Tell us about where this whole concept came from. Well, you know, I I discovered it uh, back in 1993. I got a cassette tape from a woman by the name of Esther Hicks. A lot of people are familiar with the Hicks work. And in it, she talks about how every human being has an internal guidance system, which is where I got the term from. I didn't want to change. I wanted to honor her work. Um, Mm. And that what it is is that it's an expansion and a contraction happening in the center of the body in relationship to the thoughts we're having. And what I I immediately knew that I had been feeling this, and I knew that I had it. Um, But there wasn't really any concrete system that she taught Mm. in order to understand it. And it sounds very simple. Oh, okay, if I feel contracted, then I'm, my thoughts are out of alignment. And if I feel expanded, my thoughts are in alignment. However, our thoughts are so powerful that what happened for me is, is I started finding that I would be in a closed, I call it contracted state closing. I would be in a closed state, and I would go to look at my thoughts, and I couldn't believe that my thoughts were not true, that they were out of alignment, because they were uh, yeah. so real. And so I went on this mission to kind of play with this and see if it was true. And it was actually really difficult, Cheryl, um, because my mind, and I found with my clients, is so convincing (laughs) about things. True, really, isn't that true? It it is. It's so convincing, and it can hijack me. And so what happened was I spent 15 years of my life working with it and discovering all the aspects of it that I could, um, and I put a system together for myself. And then what happened was is I was a technology CEO, and I had used this system in order to create a multimillion-dollar business, um, a well-respected business. And what happened was is when the crash happened, my business got caught up in it as well, not because we had done anything wrong, just because the economy went into a tailspin. And I used it to move through that, and my friends who were also living in San Francisco at the turn of the century and having tech problems with their companies began to ask me, why are you so calm around everything? We're losing everything we have, and we see that you're having to lay people off and have the debt and clients are canceling, and yet you're seeming to remain centered. And I told them, point blank, well, I use this internal guidance system I've developed, and it tells me everything's okay. In fact, the thought that opens me is I'm earning my experiential MBA and that this is going to be a great thing for me. I'm going to leverage it in the future for great success, this downturn. And they started wanting me to teach them, and so I began teaching them, and over time I transitioned out of technology, and this is what I do now. And I love it. It's the most extraordinary work, transformative work. I love it. Hmm. Well, you know, there's a lot of ways to get there, right? I mean, mm-hmm. Everybody has heard 
um, of so many systems about make your life better in 10 easy steps, et cetera, et cetera. What, what do you think is different about this work that you've developed and that Esther has, you know, began the thought processes on that is different from a lot of the self-help these days? Well, one is it's a system that every single person's born with, and it's already working in every single mm-hmm. person. I have not seen or found anyone that doesn't, isn't able to get in touch with it and feel it. Some people take a little bit longer than others to realize what's going on for different reasons, but, very, but, but pretty much everyone has it. So that's number one. And number two, it's a physical sensation that we can feel in our body when we're going off track. When we're about to go into a place where we're going to create a sabotaging moment or we're going to do something, make a choice that's going to be destructive or make us unhappy in our lives, we, have a, we can physically feel it. So once you understand it, when you get off track in your life and you're about to make a mistake, or, or and by mistake I mean, you know, I talk to thousands of people and it's like, the, what's the big mistake you've ever made in your life, the biggest one? And they'll mm-hmm. tell me, and I said, right before that, did you feel the closing? And they're like, yes, for days before. Or, yes, I knew it was the wrong decision, but I made it anyways. And, you know, I could feel that it was wrong, but I didn't know what to do. We closed on the house anyways. My family needed a place to live. Or I married her anyways, even though it didn't feel right. It just, I couldn't back out of the last second. Or, you know, I left this job, and I, I did it because I was angry, but I really should have stayed. You know, those kinds of things. <laughs> Everybody feels it. So once you feel it and you know what it is, you can trust it, and you, you you start making decisions from a more uh, mature, wise place. And then the last reason is this is a personal system that's completely designed for each individual's life. I like to think of it as they have a, an optimal blueprint, and the hmm. job of the internal guidance system is to help them find it and stay on it. And especially nowadays with all the technology and the noise and the news and the media and what's going on, it's kind of hard. It can be if you don't have your own discernment inside that you can understand and trust. And so the reason that it's different is it's totally unique to each person. It's not the same for everyone. So what, what's going to bring you your optimal joy in life is going to be different for me. And there's something really comforting about having this wise, divine presence supporting us moment to moment in choosing thoughts that are going to create happiness. Mm. It's, it, people feel, once they get a small taste and they understand that there's this presence nurturing them through their life, the thing that happens, they don't feel alone anymore. And they also feel like they're connected to everything. And there's, a, there's a, an experience of transformation in the way that they feel they fit into the whole. Hmm. and they can see it. They can see that there's synchronicity, that miracles become the norm. If they just follow this presence and this expansion feeling, opening to opening mm-hmm. to opening, this, pre- this, this precious life begins to unfold that counts, that matters. So you said earlier that you know, the mind is pretty powerful and quite persuasive, mm-hmm. and so I'm thinking about a lot of what's going on in our politics these days in the U.S., yes. um, and thinking about how people tend to be falling into these real uh, fractured camps, very um, clear about their perspective, very clear that they are right, no matter which 
camp they're falling into. And I'm wondering, is there... How how do we help people who think they're right? You know, everybody thinks they're right. How can we help them know they're right when they're not interested in knowing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yes, absolutely. Right? You know, right? Well, it's like like I don't need to talk to you. I already know I'm right. So there you go. I mean, that kind of mentality. You know, it's it's what it's scary. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah. Really. So, the thing that's been that I've noticed that's happening that the closing sensation, which is guidance, feels like stress, worry, yeah. fear, anxiety, right. overwhelm, right. frustration. So we've right. named the closing guidance those things because that's you know what we didn't we don't know we don't people don't know that that's, it's guidance to the, what they're thinking, mm-hmm. and what happens is is we have it backwards. Most people have it backwards. They say, I have a bad feeling about that guy, or I have a bad feeling about this situation. Well, that bad feeling isn't about that guy or that bad situation. It's the way you're thinking about the situation or the person. And so mm-hmm. it's in, you have to examine your own thoughts. But what's happening right now all over, and you'll see it, as soon as you drop into the work in any shape, you see closing everywhere. People are fighting yeah. for their closing. They feel anxiety mm-hmm. and stress about something, and they are con- their mind is convinced that what, how they're thinking is accurate. Doom and gloom is coming. Um, and they begin taking action into the closing, and that doesn't work because they're going away from your optimal blueprint in your life, and the farther you get away from the optimal blueprint, the more things go awry and don't work. So mm-hmm. the, the key is, is to, for me help people understand that closing means what they're thinking is not true or not going to happen. And their, be, their guidance is asking them to find a new thought. And when they mm-hmm. find the thought that opens them, even if the thought is unpleasant, right, um, mm-hmm. there's a sense of calm, and, and I call it discernment, which that, and that discernment leads to an understanding of what's going to happen so you can take right action in it. So it's really about helping them step away from the anxiety and fear that's creating the position that they know what's going to, you know, that they feel like, I know and I have to vote this way or I have to be this way or I have to experience or put my energy towards this movement. Um, Right. But it's not, closing begets closing and violence and opening begets opening and harmony. Mm. We have to start making decisions into the opening. Wow. So... How are you going to fix that before November? <laughs> <laughs> um, I I don't think we I don't know if we can uh, before November to be honest. My hope is yeah. you know within the next five years as as people, more and more people it kind of creates a chain a chain effect. I find one person in a family begins to use this work it it, it, it pinballs through the rest of the family. Like I said, opening begets opening, and and so things start to shift and line up really quickly. But I do believe when I look at the election, I'm not happy about everything that's happening, believe me. But what sure, opens me yeah. is that there's an excavation of darkness happening. Sure. Things that are out of alignment happening that can't, can no longer be ignored, and it's been there for several elections. And mm. people have recognized it. But now it's getting to the place where it's so loud, which is what happens when you go away from your optimal blueprint, and I think the U.S. has gone away from its optimal mm. blueprint. When you go away, things go awry. And the only way to get back to them 
is to find your opening, and it happens really quickly. So I think no matter what happens in the election, now is the key time for us to really decide how we want our U.S. to be, the U.S. to be, mm-hmm. as, a, as a team, mm-hmm. as, a, as a nation. And I think we're getting there. I think we actually, as hard as it is to see, I think that having two candidates that most of the people don't like, and even people, for like, let's say you're a Hillary fan, even Hillary, there are a lot of people aren't for Hillary, they're just no, anti-Trump. And having two politicians that we really don't like is uniting us in a conversation of, I don't like either of them, and it's a common point that's happening all across the United States, we're finding a commonality of this is really bad. We have no good choices left. How did we get here? And I think mm-hmm. that conversation is going to open up and is really important for us to be having. How did we get here? How did we get here? How did we get to so many places? Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. the, um, how did we become a nation of, I, I call it voyeurs, the nation of voyeurs, where yes. reality TV is the, um, you know, the, the choice du jour of your, your way you spend your time. Um, and then when I look at the people who actually spend time talking about these things and really... I mean, just, I, I, I'm actually blown away that, you know, intelligent people, and I guess I have an opinion about this, yes. intelligent people, you know, sit around and talk about what happened last night on fill in the blank, whatever it is. And I'm thinking to myself, is this the, is this the world that we want to live in where we ignore um, all the realities and the beauty of the, um, the earth and the environment and all of our opportunities to um, be the, our best. Is this what has happened? We've moved so far away from that that um, we just really want to focus on somebody else's life so that we can you know, have an opinion about theirs and not pay attention to ours. How did that happen? I don't understand. Yeah, I think... Well, how I, I think everybody feels so helpless, mm. and there's no action that they can see that would make a difference, that it becomes a place of just, let, let me be numb. Mm. And, and also, people don't know how to have a conversation without it sounding polarizing. And I think yeah. people, most people, not everyone, but most people, are really tired of fighting and arguing about things. Yes. We have been, if you think about it as a country, since um, Bush Sr., our elections have been feeling like a war. Yes. Where we go to battle side against side, mm-hmm. and it's painful and it's exhausting, and especially one side always loses and one side always wins. And so there's, you know, a large percentage of people who have put a lot of energy in that did feel that it didn't make a difference. And so I think we're just tired as a country of fighting over our politics and not seeing it get any better Mm. no matter what energy that goes into it. Mm. And I, yeah, I think it's going to come down to, and it's getting harder, it's getting harder to do this, but voting with our dollar really powerfully, voting with our dollar, 
the reason why it's harder to do that is our corporations are, are starting to take away our, cho- our choices so that we don't mm. have, our dollars are making less and less of a difference because our politics are, and our legislation is legislating us like, like the whole vaccine situation, regardless of whether you are pro-vaccine or, or anti-vaccine, we are still now in California forced to vaccinate regardless of whether we like it. That's a forced medical procedure. Mm. That's a non-capacity to vote with our dollar. So, but it is going to come down to really continuing to vote with our dollar, where we put our physical energy on a daily basis, and small changes, coming together with small changes in our own lives towards a more sustainable, humanly just presence on the planet. And it's going to have to come from the individuals, not our politics, and hopefully um, that'll begin reinvigorating people's self-esteem, really, yes. about their, what they can possibly do to make a difference. Well, we have more to talk about with Zen Prior to Brooke when we come right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Leadership is not static. It evolves as you do. At Alexa Consulting, we work with CEOs, senior leaders, and leaders in transition who want to make a difference. Leaders who believe that good business is good for people, good for the world, and knows that conscious actions can have global impact. Are you ready to take your leadership to the next level? If you are, then visit our website at www.alexaconsulting.com. That's www.alexasaconsulting.com. Alexa Consulting, developing leaders worldwide. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Are you pursuing your passions in business? Is your purpose integrated into your brand? Are you telling your story? Building a thriving business stems from authentic communication that serves your audience, champions big ideas, and generates big impact. Learn how to grow your business in a more meaningful way by tuning into the Soul Shill Hour with host Francis Leary. It's more than business development. It's soul and inspiration, too. Listen live every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. We appreciate you joining our leading conversations today. If you would like to participate in today's conversation, please call us now at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Now back to your host, Cheryl. Welcome back to Leading Conversations with Cheryl Escobedo with my very special guest, Ben Cryer to Brooke. She is the author of Your Inner GPS, Follow Your Internal Guidance to Optimal Health, Happiness, and Satisfaction. So then we've been talking about the importance of the individual really connecting with their own truth and really connecting with um, something that is beyond the intellect. 
It's really beyond what the mind is telling us. It's about really what you're saying is what our soul is holding for us in this world and how we can continuously touch into that so that we stay in the integrity of who we are. So you have said that you have a, an exercise that can help people understand what this practice is like, what the, how to touch your inner guidance system. Yes. So uh, how about take us through that? Great, 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 great. Yes, I love this. So um, anyone can do this. It's, it's easiest if you're sitting down, your feet on the floor. I like to recommend people put their hands in their lap. Um, and close their eyes. But if you're listening to this while driving or walking, you can still do this. It is easier if you close your eyes the first time, but you can do it with your eyes open. So go ahead, and I'm just going to walk us through as if you're sitting. Sit with your feet on the floor and your hands in your lap. Close your eyes. And really feel your feet. It's important to be in the body because the internal guidance system is in the center of your body. So really feel your feet on the floor. You may notice a little tingling, a warmth energy there just by putting your attention on them. And then go ahead and bring your awareness to the palms of your hands in your lap, your eyes closed. Once again, you may notice a little tingling energy. And then kind of listen to my voice in the room around you, the sounds that are happening around you personally. And the key is is to pay attention to your feet, hands, and listening at the same time. I'm just going to give you a moment to do that. Feet, hands, and listening. You may notice that your mind begins to quiet, your body begins to relax. There's a presence presence that happens. Now, I'm going to give two sentences. You just let them float through your mind like a cloud does through the sky as you're paying attention to your feet, hands, and listening. Feet, hands, and listening. All right, here's the first sentence. I do not have an internal guidance system. Notice any sensation between your throat and the upper solar plex stomach area. I do not have an internal guidance system. And then focus on feet, hands, and listening again. I'm going to give the second sentence. I do have an internal guidance system. First sensation between your throat and your solar plex. Just hold the thought. I do have an internal guidance system. All right, you can open your eyes and wiggle your toes. Cheryl, did you have an opportunity to do that with me? I did. What did you feel? So when you when you said that I did not have an internal guidance system, the area between my throat and my solar plexus felt like it was moving toward my back vertebrae. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tight, was right? Like, I was, I was like. Well, I do too. <laughs> yeah, I, I do immediately. Too. <laughs> yeah. I just felt like. Wait. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And and when when you said I did have an internal guidance system, I felt this expansion yes. in my chest. I just felt this. It was a a. It was different from relief. It was a knowing. Yeah. Yes. It was a knowing and a confidence. Beautiful. Like there it is. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. So what people report is exactly that. There's a, they sh- it shows up. It, 
they can describe it differently because we all have different language, right, for things, but a lump in the throat, a tightening in the chest of the first sentence, a sick feeling in the pit of the stomach or a rock feeling, that's closing. That means that what the thought I just gave you is not true or not going to happen, depending on Mm -hmm. what the thought is. Not true or not going to happen. The second sentence, I do have an internal guidance system. People feel a release, an expansion, an opening, a deep knowing, like they can Mm -hmm. breathe more. Often on the first sentence, people feel like they can't breathe. They're suddenly out of breath. Second second sentence, they feel like, oh, there's my breath. There I am. And Mm -hmm. an upward V, that's opening. That means what you're thinking is true and is moving you towards what you desire. And this is happening Mm -hmm. all day long. In fact, the closing, like I said, we call it, Stress, worry, fear, anxiety, overwhelm, all of those sensations are closing. Whenever anyone feels any of those things, they're closing. And people say, well, what about fear? If you have Mm. a thought that's fearful and it's true, it will open you. So it doesn't feel like fear. It feels like something else. So fear, that's the constricting fear or panic or terror, means what you're thinking is not true or not going to happen. And I've worked with thousands of individuals, and I have not found this to be inaccurate. Um, Mm. And I I have found it to be accurate and to work the same way in everyone. Mm -hmm. How cool is that? (laughs) You know, I mean, I think it's amazing. I I I just think it's so simple. And um, to be able to get that in touch with your body, um, to be able to in a nanosecond, really assess, you know, where am I, where is this, how does this, you know, resonate with me, is so powerful. I mean, it's one of the things that I, um, in my executive coaching, I've always begun the whole process with, whereas they have to get in touch with their body first, and um, because that's the foundation for everything. Yep. And this is... Um, exactly the kind of thing, but I think this is actually um, a little crisper than some of the ways that a lot of us teach our clients to do that. This is you know, really nice. I like this. Thank you. Thank you. It's so yeah. exciting. So um, I often, it's in my book, I don't know, you might have read this, but one of the things I use when I'm coaching and teaching is I asked the audience, what color is a yield sign in the United States? Do you know what color it is? Uh, yellow. Okay, see, that's beautiful. So it's actually red and white. And in 1971, we changed all really? of the, we changed the law <laughs> from yellow and black. I know, and you can totally see it in your mind, right? You could physically, oh, I mean, you're like, you're looking at it in your head, right? Um, yeah. By 1974, there wasn't a single yellow and black yield sign in operation. So it's been changed for many years, 40 oh or something, right? Um, and what happens is, is there's no methodology for our, our brain to pass a red and white yield sign and go, oh, hey, they changed that. It's now red and white. I'm going to update that in my database. Uh-huh. And so the way that I explain this is, is one of the things that our internal guidance system does is, it goes through and it alarms or gives us a signal when we have a yellow yield sign. So it could be about our self-worth, about being loved. Mm -hmm. It could be about something that our spouse does 
that we're convinced, and every time we say, no, you're doing this, and they go, I am not doing that. Why do you keep saying that? I'm so tired of having this argument with you. It's a yellow yield sign, and you'll be closed. And so what it is is that as you begin to use this system in your life, these yellow yield signs get excavated, and you become more authentically yourself, number one. Your beliefs that don't work, just they go away because you can feel it. You find the opening thought, and what I've discovered in talking to neuroscientists is the nervous system programs the neural pathways in the brain, so as we're using this, walking through life, we're reprogramming the, our mind. We're moving ourselves through a daily practice of just using this into aligning our minds with what's true for us now. Mm. The, I'm, I'm still stuck on the yellow... <laughs> This is, this is telling my age, right, that I can remember this. And so the, the younger generation who's never seen a yellow yield sign, um, but they would be putting that red and white yield sign yes. in place of that, and it would be um, having that same effect. Yes. So the thing is, is it, and it's, it's uh, when I'm going to have to stop using it at some point, but half the audience <laughs> is red and white, and half the audience says yellow and black yeah. now. And yeah. now the way I handle it is, okay, everybody who says yellow and black, how convinced are you that I'm wrong and you want to rush out and take a picture of one in your neighborhood? <laughs> I, so, so for 15 years I've been doing this exercise, and I said anybody that can take an active yellow yield sign that's in traffic, I mean it's being used, and take a picture of it, I'll send you a $100 check. I've done this oh. on radio shows everywhere, and, and nobody's ever sent me one because they can't find one. But they're I convinced. I mean, they really are. They're like, I am going to find one. I know there's out there. There are yellow and black signs. There's just none that says yield anymore. There's yeah. yield to oncoming traffic, yield mm-hmm. to chickens. There's all kinds of stuff, but not yes. the red and white yes. yield sign. Yeah. Yes. 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 It's in Wikipedia, it. everyone who's listening. I get, but it's true. Ah! Here's the key. <laughs> You'll find it. The key to it is this, though. And I, this is, I love that you brought this back up because we are so convinced. Like right now, you're like, I know that I've seen them. How can that be? It's so clear. But think about it. How many things do we need to shift, all of us, the yellow yield sign where we're totally convinced we're right yeah. 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 about, about yeah. actions that need to be taken, political right. stances, about everything, and, right. it's, and, and, it, and we're closed. We feel that tightening that you felt earlier as we're right. arguing for this thing that we're not, that's not accurate or not going to solve the issue. Yeah. And we're so convinced. That's why the mind yeah. is tricky. The mind is right. tricky. It's hard. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it, um, a lot of the work that you and I both do with individuals as they are working with others in their organizations or in their families um, is helping them understand if they are... Um, living the old story about somebody else or if they are allowing somebody else to um, be different than the experience they've had with them in the past. And, you know, it's the living the old story is so many expectations about this other person and that becomes the lens that you see everything that they do. And that's what you're talking about here. Yes. And so, once again, this very simple process can help you just really quickly get to that source. And that, that's fascinating to me. Yes, it is. And the, the fun part is also um, 
once they've had the closing and then found an opening, they can't go back to the old thought. So, and it's, for instance, mm-hmm. I had a client who had a multi-year argument going with her husband because he wouldn't close the garage door. He would leave it, not all night, but like he'd go working in the garage and he'd go in, yeah. in the house and yeah. take a nap or watch a show or have lunch and she'd come home. And in her family, she got in a lot of trouble for the garage door being left open. Uh-huh. But they lived in a, in a city and her and her husband lived out in the country. There was nobody really around. But she would get home and it would upset her, from her because of her family. So we're working on this because she says, okay, how do I get, I can manifest, I also teach manifestation work. I can manifest anything. How do I manifest? my husband closing the garage when he goes in the house. And I said, well, first you have to check with your IGS to see if that's something that you're right about. She goes, what? I said, well, let's see if it opens you that he needs to close the garage. I already knew that it wasn't going to open her because she was moving out from her closing, but I figured she, you know, let's, mm-hmm. let's check it. I had her drop into her listening like we did earlier, and I said, okay, hold the thought. My husband should close the garage when he goes in the house. She goes, oh, I closed. And I said, okay, great, so hold the thought. It's none of my business whether my husband closes the garage door when he goes in the house or not. She goes, I opened. And she goes, and so just hold the thought. Nothing's going to, is anything going to happen from leaving the garage door open? Closed. Everything's going to be fine and you need to drop it open. And she was like, oh, my gosh. Do I need to apologize to my husband? And I said, I don't know. Let's check your IGS. <laughs> and she goes, I need to apologize to my husband. And she goes, I opened. I opened. No, I'm darn it. You know, two weeks later when we were on the group coaching call, she says, you have no idea how that transformed my marriage. I went in and I told him I was completely wrong. I'm so sorry. I should have never been bothering him about this all these years and that he would never hear a word from me again. She said her husband has become so happy and affectionate over this no. one battle being put to rest. <laughs> she goes, we cuddle on the couch in the evening. She says, I would come home and it would ruin our whole day. Oh, wow. But she goes, I can't even hold the thought anymore. It's none of my business and everything's going to be fine. She goes, I, it's oh. over. It's complete. And that's just one example of all, I mean, there's so many ways, you know, that you can mm-hmm. use this for people who have struggled with getting paid what they're worth. Or saying yes when they shouldn't, taking things on that are overwhelming and they really should have said no because it's somebody else's to do, not theirs, but they couldn't. There's all these ways that these things get cleaned up Mm -hmm. in our lives that cause suffering. You know, and I think about how, you know, what's the consequence of um, that old behavior and, you know, the years of lack of connection and intimacy and growth and... Mm -hmm potential for what the two of them can be in the world together, um, you know, it really creates that wall. And so, you know, rather than having the power of the love and the two, you have just a withering in a lot of ways of what is, right? Yep. That's amazing. How simple is that? Yeah, it's beautiful. And then the other piece is I do work with executives and who are making some pretty powerful decisions in their, for their companies, and they want to do things differently yes. um, on a moral level or an emotion, you know, for, that's for the betterment of society, but they have these locked-in yes. intrinsic ideas about shareholders and money and profit. And when yes. they begin using their internal guidance system, even if they don't have an a, a understanding of how, 
to do it. Mm-hmm. They get an, they'll get an opening that it's possible, that whatever it, that's moral situation that they're in. And right. so they're closed at doing it the old way, and they open that there's a new way, and they step forward and they make a decision not to do it the old way. And then opening to opening, we coach them, I coach them to find the solution into the opening, and something better and mm-hmm. more powerful arises that they are so happy with as a person, mm-hmm. that they, and that they no longer have to separate their personal, moral, spiritual belief, integrity, for mm-hmm. what the business community expects from them. Um, and it's a very, the relief and the sense of profound happiness that happens when they realize that they can transform from the inside out their industry or their business yeah. is just amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. But they'd never have the faith if they didn't use it in small increments in their life in other areas and then realize this thing works. It's true. It's accurate. Right. I can trust right. it, and I'm going to trust my business with it. I love it. So we're going to follow up with this in the next segment. Ben, hang in there. All right. Everybody, back in just a moment. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Leadership is not static. It evolves as you do. At Alexa Consulting, we work with CEOs, senior leaders, and leaders in transition who want to make a difference. Leaders who believe that good business is good for people, good for the world, and knows that conscious actions can have global impact. Are you ready to take your leadership to the next level? If you are, then visit our website at www.alexaconsulting.com. That's www.alexaconsulting.com. Alexa Consulting, developing leaders worldwide. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. If you're interested in gaining strategies to be more successful both at work and your personal life, check out Turn the Page with host Hemda Mizrahi. It's all about building new habits and perspectives. The show helps you identify the changes you need to make that align with your values and priorities. And then apply these principles to your career, health, social life, and other areas. These are proven techniques that work. Turn the Page airs live Fridays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Business. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. We appreciate you joining our leading conversations today. If you would like to participate in today's conversation, please call us now at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Now back to your host, Cheryl. Welcome back to Leading Conversations. This is Cheryl Esposito with my guest, Ben Cryer DeBrook. So then... You know, this is pretty powerful work that we've been talking about, really helping people trust themselves, trust their knowing, find their knowing, 
in themselves and realize it's beyond what the mind is telling us. And you've worked with some pretty powerful people, some pretty interesting people. And I imagine that, you know, this work transcends so many places in one's life. So share with us a story that's important to you that you feel like people would like to hear. Okay, thank you. Um, One of the individuals that I got an opportunity to coach was a gentleman by the name of Van Jones. He's an amazing black leader who um, at the time was running a nonprofit organization in Oakland, and we were coaching him into doing something new. And so I coached him between that and then going into the White House, and he's currently a, a, a political analyst on CNN, on CounterPoint, yeah. and we, in our, in our third coaching session, we're talking about the future and what he wants to create, and he stopped me, and he said, I have to bring up something that I'm noticing, and I, I'm really nervous about doing it, because I want our relationship to continue, but it's a, I think it's going to be a challenging topic for you, and I said, okay, I'm up for it, tell me, and he said, you're a racist, and I immediately my whole inner thought process went, no, I'm not, and I closed. Mm -hmm. No, I'm not, and I closed, which means what I was thinking was not true. Mm -hmm. So I am or I do have racist issues going on. And so I immediately went, oh, gosh, I am, and I opened. And I said, Van, okay. So I just used my IGS, which he knew what it was, of course, because he's been coaching, and I said, Immediately, I thought, no, I'm not, and I closed. And I, when I held the thought, what, I am? I opened. So I, I believe you. What you're telling me is true. But I said to him, I said, that doesn't make any sense. My parents weren't that way. I wasn't raised that way. You know, the typical, I have black friends, you know, this whole yeah. thing. And he said, he said, sweetheart, it's not about, I don't think he called me sweetheart. <laughs> but he said, <laughs> he said, it's not about that. He said, you're a fish in water. It's everywhere. It's in our television shows. It's why do you think everybody's so excited about the Cosby show? It's like because they have this racist view that black families aren't that successful, aren't that peaceful, aren't that good parents, don't have a man in the house. He's like, there's so many ways. They're like, ooh, look at this black family on TV. And I said, I get it. I totally get it. He said, and there's just all these ways in which you have a preconceived idea about what a black person is. And it's coming out in your language, and it's unintentional, and it's loving, and it's caring, and it's coming from a place of support, but it's also coming from a place of limitation. And, it's, and I got it. And the key is, as he said, I can't believe that, this, that you just did that. He said, if every person could in real time, like you just did, catch what's not true and, be, and find, be open to listening from a real listening place, the world would be different. Mm. And what's cool about this is, is that as we're moving through our lives, this isn't just where you have to go. You don't have to go somewhere to use your IGS. I did it in the moment, and, and students and people who are mastering this do it in the moment. They'll be walking along and think, I need to go to the post office. Ooh, I closed. Oh, not, not today. Open. Okay, I'm letting that go, and they keep going on with their lives, and they end up in this synchronicity and flow where everything happens smoothly like it does in nature. And I do believe that like nature where everything really flows beautifully together, human beings in using this system begin to get in touch with that same flow and we become a significant part of the whole, doing our own thing that we need to contribute in order for it to operate in harmony and beautifully, just like nature. So, yeah. (laughs) 
I'm a little uh, passionate about uh, this. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's pretty powerful, and um, you know, and it. I, I love Van. I think he's so courageous, and um, and and I was extremely disappointed when. Um, when he went to D.C. and, you know, D.C. wasn't ready for him. Yeah, you know, the, the, the government wasn't, wasn't ready for him. And, um, and, but I also really um, admire his willingness to say, okay, I'm stepping away. And um, just deciding that he wasn't going to stay there and be frustrated and, you know, kind of have to work against his values, have to work against his own inner guidance system, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and I, you know, I I think that takes a lot of courage. And so, you know, as I look at that whole concept of who we are as a person and what is our truth, and then being able to acknowledge, it's like, okay, this is true about me. Mm-hmm. I don't like it, and so, you know, developing that capacity to um, not fall back into descending or not fall back into um, the lashing out, you know, this this is wrong, how dare you say this about me, etc., and being willing to actually sit back and hold that, hmm, that in itself takes a strong person. And well, so, go ahead. I agree with you, and I, the thing that is key is I opened. So, and what happens is, is when something challenging happens, the intended stance is an opening, which all of a sudden you feel capable you feel calm, you feel discerning, like you said, a deep sense of knowing. Mm-hmm. And it's not, and so what happens is, is you don't end up falling back into the defensive position because you're like, ooh, I opened. That means mm-hmm. what I'm thinking is tr- what they're saying is true. Mm-hmm. I use this all the time with my spouse because I'll be like, wait a minute, wait a minute, that's not true. I could actually say that. I'm not, that's not. Then there are other times where I'm like, oh yeah, I am doing that. You're right. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Have yeah. it. Bad, bad programming, uh, getting over it, you know, that kind of thing. So right. really interesting and so beautiful to be able to find an opening in challenge. Mm. Well, you know, and that takes a willingness. You know, I, I think yes. that some of us are so stuck in the fear of being wrong, mm-hmm. the fear of not being enough, the, um, the need to look really smart and noble and above it all, that this has become woven into our society, I think worldwide, not just in the U.S. And, uh, you know, so this this takes a bit of humility. Yes, in the beginning it does. In the beginning, definitely, um, until you realize it works so beautifully and so easily, then you're like, uh, I'm not going to bother anymore with the fighting. It's <laughs> a waste of my time. If there's a maturity that comes. Like, you know, really, that's the kind of thing that you start getting to in your 40s and 50s, I believe. Yeah. You know, some people may be younger, but, but most people I notice is like in their 40s are like, you know what? You know why our marriage works? We just stopped. 
You know, we're just, we're just, we're just decided we're going to be happy now. We're not going to do this, you know. Um, and, but it feels like a depth of maturity. And, and um, gosh, I so love having this conversation with you. I just I mm-hmm. love how intelligent and elegant you are, and I'm so grateful we get to talk about these things. Aw, well, thank you. Well, I absolutely am honored to have you on the show today, that's for sure. Now, I know that people are going to be so curious and want to know so much more about this. Um, how can they reach out to you? The, my website is an excellent way. It is zeninamoment.com, zeninamoment.com. And there I have um, blogs and videos. If you, I'd love to have you sign up on my email list. I have videos that I send out that teach you how to use this, and I have online courses for people who want to dive in and begin using this in their life all the time. I'd love to have you come and contact me. Um, I manage all my own email in, from the site, and you get me directly, so I'd love to have you contact me. Um, and then, of course, great. my book. And, I, yes, and my book is for your book, Your Inner GPS, Follow Your Internal Guidance to Optimal Health, Happiness, and Satisfaction. Um, very, doing very well, and I understand you are number two on Kindle on Amazon. Yes. Congratulations. That's Thank fantastic. you. Yeah, and so you can buy the hard copy or buy the Kindle version on Amazon, and I imagine directly from your website. Uh, bookstores. We're in bookstores all across the country, so that's I don't oh. I don't do it directly from my site because it's a lot to fulfill. But bookstores and Amazon, perfect way to do it. Awesome, that's great. Zindbrook, thank you so much for being with us today. It has been a pleasure. I am so happy to have been here, and I loved our conversation. Thank you, Cheryl. Remember, everyone, to think big. The world could be a better place because of a conversation that matters. This is Cheryl Esposito. Thank you for spending this hour with Cheryl Esposito and Leading Conversations. You can listen live every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on the Voice America Business Channel. If you have a question or comment for Cheryl, please email her at leadingconversations at alexaconsulting.com. That's L-E-A-D-I-N-G-C-O-N-V-E-R-S-A-T-I-O-N-S at A-L-E-X-S-A-C-O-N-S-U-L-T-I-N-G.com. See you next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.